All right, folks, you are listening to the Ishai Fleischer Show, broadcasting live from Judea to the world. Maybe more accurate is to say that I'm overlooking Judea right now, and not only am I just broadcasting to you, but I'm in the midst of cleaning, and I'm taking precious time away from Passover cleaning. I'm on my mirpeset, my uh, balcony, overlooking Route 60 and overlooking beautiful uh, fields of Judea, uh, and I am getting ready for Pesach, and I uh, have a lot to do today especially given that the wife has created a list of things for me to do for today. So, uh, the title of the show is Why Do We Go Crazy for Pesach for Passover? And uh, I, sent a, I sent a video uh, of uh, myself, my, my two kids, and, um, and my friends, including Zev Warnstein, Yehuda Cohen, baking matzah to a Gentile friend. And she was totally flabbergasted. She's like, I had no idea it was such a such a, an intense process. I think people outside don't even understand how intensely we take this whole Passover thing. Uh, and inside the Jewish world, inside the Orthodox Jewish world, it's a, it's, a, it's a bit of a madness. It really is a bit of a madness. I'm just looking right now down uh, to the shopping plaza underneath my house. I can see people coming and eating their last like bagels and buying cleaning stuff and, and running around. And Passover it has in it, in its DNA, uh, to get ready for Passover... There's something that just, it's, you got to go nuts. You just have to go nuts. And, and that's part of the DNA itself. Meaning to say, uh, a lot of people joke, but it's actually just true, that uh, you have to feel a little bit of slavery before you can come out of the slavery and the bondage, uh, the, the liberation from the bondage on Passover. So that's definitely one aspect of it. Um, and another aspect of it is really that you're flipping your stuff upside down a little bit. You're shaking everything up. You're shaking up your house. You're shaking up your kitchen. You're going, you're going to your fridge. You're going to your oven. You're cleaning stuff out that never gets touched throughout the year. Now, my theory on this, this is Yishai's theory, uh, not only on Passover, but on much of Judaism, is the following secret. In many ways, the purpose of the Jewish law is to create a system by which this nation prospers and continues to thrive and be alive eternally. Meaning to say, Judaism, many of its laws, are there in order to perpetuate the peoplehood. And really, one of the greatest mysteries in the world, and people who are historically minded know this is a great mystery, is how is it that the Jewish people survive throughout the generations? And, and, and really, you know, that famous Mark Twain quote that I like so much, that everybody likes so much, is like, what is the secret of the Jew that he continues to, to perpetuate? Like, how is it that he keeps on being vibrant when other great nations like the Romans come and go? What is the secret? So one could brush off that question, or a believing person could brush off that question and just say simply, it's God. God perpetuates the Jewish people. God keeps the Jewish people alive. And you wouldn't be wrong. That's, that's, a, that's a fine answer. But I think there's another, a, 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 a deeper depth here. And that is not that just because Jews are Jews and, you know, and, and they're God's chosen people and all that business, therefore they stay alive throughout the generations. It's actually our cleaving to these laws which keeps us perpetuated throughout the generations. And notice that Jews who throw off the yoke of the law, their kind, their societies, usually devolve and dissolve like other nations throughout time. The secret is the keeping of these laws. 
and you know being commanded to be keeping these laws because even though you're going to keep these laws but you're not commanded it's probably not going to work and you're probably not going to really really keep it but keeping the law is a way to keep the pe- keep this peoplehood going and I'll explain what I mean when you go through passover right you go through passover um the cleaning process itself you're going through your fridge and you're like, I'm going to get rid of all of these crumbs, all of these gelatinous things. And I'm getting rid of stuff that, that makes the world old and makes you sick and makes you germy. Just kind of, and, and, and attacks you later on. No, we're going to flip the house upside down. We're going to go into that kitchen. We're going to go into that oven. We're going to scrub it. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to shake things up. And you always end up, Jewish people always end up selling, getting rid of throwing away tons of stuff from the houses. The garbage I see right now, uh, the garbage trucks picking up tons of garbage. Why? Because stuff comes out of the house. This is a process of renewal. It's a process of renewal. Sabbath. It's one of our main laws. It's about restoration. Restoration, okay? Not just rest, but restoration. So it's a whole process by which we restore. We restore everything. Our connection to our family, our connection to God, our connection to ourselves. Rest. Okay, boom. So that's the Sabbath. What about this whole hand washing? We keep on fighting the energy of death. We keep on fighting the ritual energy of death. And so the Jewish people, what they're really doing all the time, and I don't think they even know it, is that they're constantly fighting the energy of death. And what is death? The, 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 one, of the, one of the most accurate scientific terms for death is... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Hold on, it'll come to me, it'll come to me. So the word that I was looking for is entropy. Entropy or decomposition. Think about decomposition. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a key element in, in, in this world, an entropy. It's key. Things decompose. If it didn't decompose, then a dead cat on the street would still be around for a long time. But it decomposes, it goes away. All things tend to want to decompose. All matter tends to go to want to go to its more basic, uh, lower tension, uh, electron level, lower tension, atomic level. That's well, all things strive for that. Now, in order to in order to uh, fight that, you got to have a lot of life. You got to have a lot of energy of order and wanting to order and constantly working on on order and 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 constantly beefing up. And strengthening, buttressing life. God says about himself, Chai Ani. I am alive. That's an amazing, amazing phrase. God says about himself, God doesn't usually describe himself, but he says, Chai Ani. I am alive. I am alive. And so the Jewish people are, and that's why notice that one of our greatest signs is Chai. Right? Like life. Like, like why do people wear Chai? That, that's, you have any other nation that wears a chai necklace? Chai means alive. Like, that's what you wear? Chai? Uh, <laughs> alive. What, is, what does that mean? Well, that's because that's actually the ultimate secret of the Jewish people. It's just that we, we live through generation and generation, through different periods, through different times, different, different great kingdoms, different great eras and epochs, and we continue to survive. And the key is... Uh, our following of this, these laws that are actually dedicated to perpetuating the peoplehood. The big P of perpetuation is Passover. That's the that's the that's the uh, that's the mother load. That's the big one. That's where it all starts. It's a. I always think of it as a kind of big bang. 
of uh, uh, of Jewish law. It's it's a night of of just it's an explosion. There's too much to actually even understand it, and and it's all encapsulated in the seder, and hopefully in a in a korban pesach. But the bottom line is, it is a it is a night of like a kind of a kind of you know explosion of the beginnings of life, and it's and it's renewed every every day, and certainly every year on Passover. We're supposed to think of ourselves as exiting slavery every year. Uh, every day, excuse me, of our lives, but Passover is the big one, uh, and and so much of it is about being born and reborn and reborn every day and every generation, and beating back the uh, with a stick the energy of death and entropy. And as I look around Israel, you know, I'm looking right now just at, at my town here in Gush Etzion, and I'm looking around uh, what Israel is, and it's just brimming with life, and. And what is obvious is that the Palestinian movement, uh, the jihad movement in general, it is, it is uh, the, the um, embodiment of death. It's a death cult of death energy, of a lifeless energy, of a suppression energy, of a darkness energy. If you remind me one day, I'll give you the, the longer version of uh, the tension between uh, Islam and Christendom. Uh, and there, and and or or let's call it the East and the West, because it's more. It's I'm not even talking religiously. I'm talking almost like culturally between East and West, between these two uh, uh, competing cultures. But in any case, uh, the Jewish people somewhere in between there uh, continue continue to live. So that's that's what Pesach is all about for me. Now, now the good news is once you accept that, you're like, okay, I can dig it. And therefore, I'm going to go crazy on Pesach, and I got to get off this show and get back to working for my wife because this is partially, this is not partially. This is this is the essential rebirth of the Jewish people, and that's what we got to do, and that's Passover. So I got to get to it. Uh, but before I get to it, I just want to say that uh, yesterday I had a very special day. I um, I got to tour uh, two amazing uh, groups of people. One it was Katie Pavlich and her family, uh, Gavi, uh, her husband. Uh, and uh, and her mother-in-law, Gavi's mom, um, and it was just what can I tell you? It was just beautiful to meet these people, and these are people that are strong Jews, care about uh, care about Israel so much that they're willing to come to a place like Hebron and then publicize it. Now, 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 Katie Pavlish from Fox put out a, an Instagram picture of herself, a fabulous picture of her. Uh, in front of the Marat Machpelah, and I mean, it's it's really it's going gangbusters on the internet. It's definitely viral, and it's something something amazing. So uh, what a, what an honor to to take people like that who are fighting for truth. And I told them straight out, I said to them, "There's two wars out there. There's the physical war, and there's the narrative war." And uh, Katie Pavlich is certainly fighting the narrative war, and so too um, um, Nathan Buzalik. I hope I'm pronouncing his last name right. He's a kind of famous Hollywood actor. I actually haven't, you know, watched this stuff, Vampire Diaries and stuff. I don't know anything about that. But uh, but but every female soldier in Hebron stopped him and said, uh, you know, and, and wanted to take a selfie with him. And he was very famous. And okay, great, you know. And he is less political, but much more of a Tanakh guy. Loves the Tanakh. Loves the Bible. Lives by the Bible. And and was just totally enamored with everything in Hebron. I hope to see him again as well. So two great uh, folks and their retinues, their teams were, were with me. Really fun to connect with them. Uh, what else? 
And then last night, after after a full day of touring two groups, I uh, went to see my, my, my good friends, uh, Zev Ornstein and Eitan Grossman, Yehuda Cohen and, and others, and took my, my two kids, two of my three kids, and we went matzah baking. And matzah baking is just one of the most, I mean, if we're talking about Passover, I mean, baking matzah, you are just, uh, and of course, Jonathan Rosner, got to give him a shout out, the organizer of our yearly uh, Pesach event. It's just, got to tell you, man, when you look into that fire, when you're baking that matzah, you're looking to the heart of Judaism. Now, go try to make sense out of it, you know, and you see everything in that fire. You see, you see, you see, you see uh, uh, Moses's um the burning bush, you see it in there, and you see the Holocaust. You see all of those things, and you see the menorah in Jerusalem. You see it all when you're baking that matzah in that fire. That's, that's the fire of the Jewish people. You see those three things. You see Moses's, the revelation to Moses. You see uh, uh, Auschwitz and the fires that, that are chewing up the Jewish people. And then you see the eternity of Israel through the uh, candelabra, uh, the, the menorah in the temple, the third temple in Jerusalem, Yerukodesh. There's lots more to say, but if I say any more, uh, I will uh, start to run afoul of the stuff that I was talking about, which is got to get to work. So I hope that this broadcast gave you a little bit of the, the, the feelings, the pre-Pesach feelings here in Judea. Oh, did I mention that we have like a jihadist thing going on? And does, do you think it's surprising that one of the main attacks was against the tomb of Joseph? Of course, Joseph, he brought us into Egypt uh, according to God's kind of vision that he gave him. And then his grandson, Joshua, brought us out of Egypt and into, into the land of Israel and buried Joseph. Of course they want to attack the tomb of Joseph. Of course they want to attack the tomb of Joseph and destroy it now, to, to destroy the eternity of Israel. And I must say that in a moment uh, of pride, the IDF went back into the tomb of Joseph, rebuilt it right there and then, fixed it up, and it was uh, one, of the, one of the strong moments of the Jewish people. Not surprising that the Israeli left immediately condemned that, because they're all about uh, weakness, and all about, uh, they're, they're all about that entropy, and about the opposite of, of courage and, and continuity of the Jewish people. But they did not prevail, nor shall they prevail, Am Yisrael Chai. Think about that phrase, Am Yisrael Chai. And I say this to both Jews and to lovers of Israel uh, who know that Am Yisrael Chai. And I want to send you a lot of love here from the land of Israel. I want you to check out the Israel Bible. Check out the Israel Bible at The Israel Bible. And coupon code Yishai will get you some percentage off of God's great holy words and the way to live our life. So check out uh, theisraelbible.com. Check out my good friend Chaim's great work at Prohibition Pickle. Making uh, delicious, and and he's and he's and he's going to go crazy soon and deliver you Shabbos packages, full Shabbos packages to your hotel rooms when you need it. Uh, and really, he's doing great work at Prohibition Pickle. And I don't know what he's doing exactly for Pesach. Probably has a Pesach menu. God bless him. And I want to also thank the good folks at JewishPress.com and JNS.org, two great uh, Jewish and is and uh, pro-Israel, pro-Jewish uh, news websites. Check them out. JewishPress.com always puts out the Yishai Fleischer Show. Thank you very much for that, Steve. Uh, check out my article in J-Post uh, about the story of the lost tefillin uh, that uh, I, wrote a, I wrote a story. Maybe I'll read the story on the next show, uh, but it's on J-Post. Uh, it says the tale of the, lost, of, the lost, of the stolen tefillin from San Francisco, that story. Uh, what else? 
check out Hebron Fund, hebronfund.org. That's the folks that make uh, the mothers and fathers safe. Uh, they are always safe, but, but it makes our access to them safe and open. Uh, so support the Jewish community of Hebron. They give strength to the forefathers and mothers, keep that corridor open, and thereby a continuous connection uh, to the roots of our peoplehood. Thank you very much, hebronfund.org. And if you want to support the Yishai Fleischer Show, buy me a coffee. That's uh, buymeacoffee.com forward slash Yishai. Uh, and people have been buying me coffees and really making uh, a tremendous, not only a good feeling in my heart, uh, a support for the show and a great feeling in my heart as well. Thank you so much and may God bless you. And finally, if you want to support some of the bigger projects, uh, the more expensive projects, but the ones that are really making a difference on the ground, go to yishaifleischer.com forward slash donate. And uh, we got beautiful projects that are enlivening the land of Israel, the great rebirth that we're living in. Thank you, Hashem, for allowing us to live in this great moment of time. Thank you for letting me broadcast. Thank you to the folks that helped me broadcast, which is Ben Bresky, Tabitha, Moshe Herman, Yocheved, and Lou, uh, that are my buddies out there that are part of the team uh, of the Ishai Fleischer Israel podcast. And thank you to you out there. And really, I wish you, I wish you a happy and kosher Pesach. And I hope to broadcast to you, with you, uh, right, at, right in, even in Pesach, Bezrat Hashem, with the help of God. Uh, and see you soon in the good land. And may God give us an opportunity to pilgrimage to the land of Israel, then to Yerushalayim, and to indeed the Holy Temple. God bless you, folks. Stay strong. Stay connected. Stay tuned. Lots of love and lots of blessings from the land of blessings. And shalom. Hey everybody, this is Jeremy Gimpel. Have you heard about the Land of Israel Fellowship? People from all over the world, 24 countries, have joined. We meet live every Sunday, and the video session is recorded and then broadcast to all the members. And it's an exclusive group. It's a group that's focused on learning. We're focused on praying together. We're focused on growing together. And it has been one of the biggest blessings in my life. And we have people from New Zealand to Australia, Alaska, Hawaii, Hong Kong, Jews, Christians. We have a Buddhist. We have one Muslim that's joined. We have people from so many different backgrounds, languages, and cultures. And we are literally creating a virtual house of prayer for all nations. And it is truly marvelous. And so if you want more information about that, please visit www.thelandofisrael.com slash fellowship. And I would love to see you next Sunday.